Check one, check two, this is it. Welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour. With your host, me, Rob Cantrell, coming to you again and again. Uh, excited to do this podcast. Um, I have some great coffee in my Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon uh, coffee cup. Yeah, if you you can see this on the Patreon only video. Um, I just scored this coffee cup and I loved it. You know, everybody's like, "Yo, Rob, you need like a goofy coffee cup," or you know, I'll brand out and get a cannabis coffee hour coffee cup going. But right now, um, I'm enjoying Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. You know, it's just the rainbow. It's got, uh, my hat kind of looks like it. It's crazy. Uh, The rainbow and the prism. You know, I don't even know that much about this album. (laughs) I mean, it's not even their best album, to tell you the truth. I mean, it's good. It's got some good cuts. I like Mother. I don't know if that's even on there. And I like this other song, Fearless. Um, um, and then there's that, what's that, uh, Dark Side of the Moon is a really good spacey song, but they're also long and kind of scary, and they tinge on mental health, but I think they're so far ahead of their time, you know, those guys, Pink Floyd was like the ultimate art band, you know, they weren't, uh, doing fog hat covers, they were, uh, art school kids from London that uh, were good at graphic design and could make cool album covers and dope flyers and understood the idea of entertainment, which is, you know, entertainment is a business, you know, so it's like, I don't know, I think art school kid always, kids always got the idea of cranking stuff out, making it really good, or that kind of, those are the concepts that you learn, but you can only learn them by applying them. You can get taught all that stuff. I don't know, I think I just went on a hell of a tangent right there. But uh, welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour. I'm your host, Rob Cantrell. We're gonna talk to, we're gonna talk to each other for about 45 minutes, just me and you. You, the listener, the internet, I appreciate you. Uh, can you do the whole rigmarole? Can you like, can you subscribe? Can you send it to your mama? Can you tattoo it on your dog? Cannabis Coffee Hour weekly podcast. Me, Rob Cantrell, seasoned comedian, um, smoking a little bit of herb, drinking a little bit of coffee, talking about syrup and waffles and meditation and wool hats. <laughs> And uh, a little bit of herb. But I got some great herb. I was actually in Massachusetts. Massachusetts, I have to say, is really impressing me. Impressing me. I'm impressed by their legalization. They went full out a long time ago. Shout out to Danny Danko. There's always been uh, good Massachusetts stoners, you know, music, college, uh, education, kombucha. You know, uh, the great northeast, the big fish, uh, the big fish woven uh, leather belt. 
that runs all the way up from um, Delaware to New York to Boston to Long Island to Vermont to Stowe to um, parts of Buffalo and then back down. That's where I see. Uh, but Massachusetts, no. Uh, I went to a, a small ski. I went off and did a little ski trip. And um, for a few days, this place called Butternut, man. I have to say, shout out to that ski slope. That's a dopest ski slope. I, you know, there's a part of me that just wants to be a chairlift guy at a, at, a, at a very quiet local ski slope where the mountain isn't that big. And I get to hang out and blast old uh, dead mixtapes out of house speakers because that's what they were doing. Uh, the lifts there were awesome because it, they were also high tech in some ways. Like your lift badge, like it, it would, ha you know, Star Trek doors, like it would see you come in like it was all computerized. But then the lift operators themselves, you know, you got to slow down, you got to turn it back up, somebody falls off. There's so many levels to skiing and skiing safety that you do need the human element there, the chairlift guy. And he just, he just gets people high all day long. <laughs> He's sitting there cranking the Grateful Dead, cranking, uh, I heard some Jimmy Buffett. I heard some stick figure. Uh, good times, good times. I just love that ski lodge vibe. Shout out to Butternut, great ski mountain. But I will say this town, I think it's Egremont. I did, it's near the venue, shout out to the barn that I play. Uh, Jenny Hunter, great uh, comedian, writer, artist chick that used to book shows in the Lower East Side, has and owns a venue with her boyfriend up there that I perform at. One I've done like once a year here and there, but it's always just like a special treat because the Berkshire Mountains, you know, it definitely reminds me of the Blue Ridge Mountains. And uh, I think I just have, a, a, you know, a lot of Appalachian mountain dude in me. Um, so getting up there, it uh, just replenishes my soul. But I will say that um, the dispensary, this place, dude, wellness theory, wellness theory. Well, I think they have three or four, but uh, I've been to dispensaries are up, up in their game. They're kind of like the most, in terms of retail, like... It's just a different vibe, a different scene. You need people that are educated and cannabis business is moving so fast and the product is malleable, meaning anybody can come up with a product and anybody can grow herb and then just to do it legal and then get the right strains and then get the right quality on top of that. And then, you know, packaging and which companies that you're working with. I, they had a big book. <laughs> they, it was really classy. It was like a uh, in a great mall. It was in a, not a mall, but like across the street from McDonald's. But it was like really good real estate. I could tell, and the place was set up like super sweet. Like there was porches outside and fireplaces, but inside it was strictly business. But they had there. Was, it seemed to be there was more people working there than there was customers at one point. But I didn't see it at its peak because. The parking lot was always full, so I think they needed a great staff, and the staff was awesome. And I asked for an outdoor-grown strain, and there wasn't that much. I mean, Massachusetts is cold, and the only place that gets, like, really snobby, and I'm just really snobby, 
I'm always looking for outdoor grown cannabis. I, I don't know, it's just my gut feeling. You know, I do like the hydroponics and all that, but you know, just that you can't, you can't substitute nature and especially care and simplicity. So I do, this is outdoor grown, 13% THC hybrid f flower, but it's called Pu Tang. I didn't look it up on my phone and I'm actually recording this on my phone, um, but I have tried one. They come in these like three quarters joints and I just got this like, bam, this thing. But um, yeah, I thought I would have just a spliff or you know how spliffs go, you know, you never like completely finish it. But this thing couldn't be more set up. They even had a little lighter in here and they're perfectly um, rolled. And I saw something like never trim made with flour. That's quality right there. That's what it reads on the inside of this container. This cost me 50 bucks, but I just knew it was outdoor sativa. Um, and then it was like a hybrid, like I could tell the, uh, you know, I don't know all my strains, but I could tell it was kind of a newer, more advanced strain, but the THC was at 13% and that's what I like. I don't like it up to 20. Like I experienced that and I was like, ah. But nowadays with everything's, I, I think that's kind of what maybe one of the paths with this podcast is just like everybody has their own vibe. Everybody has their own way of doing it. I don't believe in mass um, following in terms of there's only one way to smoke or this is that and that's that and this is this. And, um, and that's what I think about like with cannabis, like people will, you know, they understand breaking the rules in some sense. In terms of like art, in terms of like packaging stuff, like, um, I don't know, I think it's, it's fascinating. Like there's so much competition in cannabis. Like even if I went out and opened a dispensary, it's hard to make it make money. I know people do it. The whole burner thing, um, that guy who came out with cookies and the brand cookies and then also launched like a rap career underneath it. Like, I think that's super dope and DIY. And I kind of saw his worth at work ethic styles completely not my style, but in terms of just like being able to package everything and doing everything your own, like it really is at all of our fingertips right now. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to have some of this flour. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, I, I, I haven't been going that hard in the paint with cannabis. I've been doing a, smoking some, but with um, I don't want to talk about the war or Russia. The last episode was so dope to get Boris right off the gut. I've known Boris forever, and I know he's from Ukraine, and so... I always wanted to have him on the podcast and I actually like ran into him. Like I should have had him on like a year ago. I have a lot of friends like that and people that I've enjoyed cannabis with and done comedy with over the years, but asking somebody to do a podcast, Boris is always chill and we've worked together. Like we've done a lot of music videos. Like there's a couple projects. We tried to release an album one time, 
but we never like fin he has he's, he's another one of those guys that he has so much going on it's hard to like come to fruition and push something like super forward because we all have our own gigs going on but it was awesome to have have him on the podcast and just kind of get my head around the whole ukraine thing and uh because I kind of went down a hole of watching a little bit of too much news on it, but how can you not? But what I did learn is, yeah, it's not helping me worry about it. You know, I'm just like, I pray, try to be kind, and um, just keep it moving, you know. I do think, like, staying calm, like, I didn't meditate today, and you could tell I could probably use it. <laughs> but I did, <clears throat> last two days I've been really good with meditating and actually I took a killer walk after I meditated yesterday. I am working on stuff, but I'm also just trying to take care of myself and listen to myself. A lot of that is with cannabis. Like I scored that bag of just like super strong herb and I just knew to give, I gave most of it away. But this, you know, a lot of pre-rolls like always run on you. In this, you could tell, like, wellness theory, they get it. This is burning clean and mean, total white ash. <clears throat> Most simple. It's not a, even a full gra gram joint. It's not, it's like little quarter guy. And these days, the herb is so good, you don't even know need it. You know, I have to, right now I'm feeling decadent. A general awesome uplift. I'm in my place where I've meditated. Yeah, the other days, this is my new technique, like, I'll put 20 minutes on the timer or whatever, on the, a, I can't say it out loud, but you know, the, the uh, Alexa, you know, uh, I'll put it on the timer, but now I've been 25 minutes, I've been like, inching it up to like 30, like I did, I put on 40 minutes out of random, and I stopped at 39 because I did have stuff to do that day. I say that, but I, I do think the universe is more inward. Like the more you can't, you know, that's what there's all this stuff. You can't control the outward. And I think that's with media consumption as well. I personally, I just have to watch what I'm watching. Whether it's too much news or too much of like other people's comedy. I'm now just kind of, I've been drawing. I've been drawing my cat. <laughs> so I got this one cat, dude. I guess I'll talk about my cat a little bit, but we got us, you know, it was a uh, total rescue. And what I was told is that the mom was a complete alley cat, like feral, bobcat, New York. And this cat is, does not, give a fuck and we like discipline but it still just goes everywhere and it's strong and awesome and beautiful and I love it you know it's uh the cat's like a year old I could bring her on one day but but she still has this trigger in her that she'll just spaz out like you'll be petting her and but for no reason you know she's She's just like a teenager. For no reason, she'll just turn and go, like with her claws out. And I just been started snipping her nails. Um, my wife was doing it, but I had to get it because she just lit me up. Like the, for a while, I just had all these cat scratches on me. 
because she is just, I mean, no discipline. It was just like, that's what she does. Like after the fourth pat, like she always will spaz at least once or twice. But what I did learn with the spaz, if she grabs my hand and starts biting it and going, I'll just remain really calm and look at her. Like I won't go ah, and start going angry. Like if I go, if I go slow motion with it, like it's almost trippy because she just like, she freezes and looks at me. And I think that's a little bit how you gotta, I mean, some, you know, most of my thing with, with violence or war or something is just run, push and run. That's just like straight street fighting because you don't want to escalate. But now it's like, yeah, we're going down, you know, this whole theory about Russia. And I don't really have a theory. I have a wellness theory, which is smoke and flower and peace and love. And that's what I've been doing is, uh, is just meditating, thinking, is trying to send love to all living things. Like, just like I listen to the bird and like, like through meditation, I've learned like my ego is not real. Those are all concepts. Even being a Russian, even being American, Buddhist, Christian, they're all mental concepts that in the world of nature, in the laws of reality, don't, you know, the only in your mind do they make sense. Out, you know, inward, what I find is more about kindness, loving, because we're ultimately going to die, and you're on this ride for only once. Being you, 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 you. Like I do, it's, you know, it's kind of like, it's a source, whatever the heartbeat is. Um, so the other side is just that. And this is our time to be individuals and by being individuals and by not conforming and going towards positive though going towards the light being the light um it kind of self self heals itself you know as a whole if you look at it from one organism bruh just getting out there with this uh, with a little bit of flour and cannabis but i'm enjoying this coffee i'm at the end of my french press i got bruce lee here ah i just knocked over bruce lee with my french press sorry bruce um i mostly like bruce lee for his like zen philosophy um in fashion style <laughs> and as a and as a director and kind of what he did is kind of like definitely DIY and like you know I think he was up there with like a Spielberg you know just kind of like full concept and he unlike Spielberg he was like I'm an action dude I do karate I could do this so I want it shot like this and he seemed to have a uh, good sense of humor, good sense of humor about himself. Sense of humor, yeah, that's, it gets you out of that super ego tech. That's the one thing is like, if you get ragged on and made fun of, and it really hits and works, it gets you out of that and you kind of humanize people.
Um, man, speaking of people, I, I just have to give a big shout out to everybody that came out to the Littlefield show in Brooklyn. Uh, shout out Joe Para. Shout out Matt Koff. Shout out Victor Vernado. Um, these are all the comics that performed. Uh, Dina Hashem was supposed to perform, but she had a sore throat and she hit me up um, like a couple hours before the gig and I totally agreed. She was like, it was, a, it was kind of a more, like a little bit of a sore throat in the morning, but right now it's really sore and yeah, I don't want another comic with a sore throat on the show. Even though I think she would have killed it. I know she would have killed it. And I think people even came out to see her. And I like having a female always on, not always on the bill, but it's just nice to round it out. But all the comics I had on were, were <laughs> had a lot of estrogen, so it was all right. It all worked out. But no, she, uh, she, we made the call for her not to do the show, and I was totally respect that. And uh, But then Victor, I weirdly just kind of, lately I've just been going, not with my gut, but just how I feel, really trying to, you know, zen it out, really try to Luke Skywalker it out. Um, I got to re-watch. Every time I sit down to watch a show, I know I need to watch Euphoria. That seems interesting and what everybody's talking about, and I'm sure it's not boring. And I got to understand what's going on with the youth, you know. You can't fool the youth. You can't fool the youth. <clears throat> yeah, there's this dope uh, Peter Tosh song about you can't fool the youth. And I think that's what's happening over in... Ah! I keep on bringing it back to that. I'm trying to stay out of politics. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to stay herbed out. Rasta, part of the earth, part of the nature. Feel what's natural. Feel what's in me, but uh, kindness and goodness is what you should build everything on or it just fucking falls apart, man. And that's what I try to do with this podcast is just try to put out some good vibes out there. Because life is amazing. I mean, this, this is outdoor grown, super hybrid, 13%. Um, I'm doing my podcast off my phone on a sick fisheye lens that works with my phone. Like, not, I didn't use the cheesy ass app. I got the real glass, sucker. And uh, I'm drinking just French pressed coffee into a Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon. This is my job. Well, it's part of my brand, I guess. But that's an awful way of thinking of it. But it and that's not an awful way of thinking. You gotta make money, you gotta make gigs. And I always chose the kind of more natural way, even though it's kind of gotten in the way sometimes. And I do think it's ultimately a distraction. But sometimes the distractions can get you paid. When it comes to that type of shit, I blazed the way. Um, that is from MCA, Super Disco Breaking, I believe is the song. I've been listening to that song. I've been listening to a lot of Beasties. Um, 
a lot of Beatles, a lot of Rolling Stones, but my new thing that I've been going deep on is Donovan. You guys messing with Donovan? <laughs> I call it yellow, I call it mellow yellow. Call it me. And then he has this other, hurdy, gurdy, 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 gurdy. He has these trippy, like, folk songs. He came out the same time as Bob Dylan, but he's from more like England and Ireland. And, um, yeah, he's amazing. Um, and he's still alive. Like, he has videos with uh, David Lynch. David Lynch, he's big into meditation. And, um, yeah, he's kind of like, you know, beatnik. And I would say my vibe was, you know, that's kind of what I was reaching for when I moved to San Francisco in 99, when I first started. And people say hipster and all, that's kind of all taken out. But the original, you know, I just like poetry, I like jazz music. The first time in San Francisco, I did go to this cool jazz club, Pearls. It's no longer there, but it was like jazz cats, like real dudes standing around to play. It was like a full-on scene during the daytime. People were like smoking spliffs outside. It was like a real jazz joint. Like these did it. These dudes were doing it for real. Um, and then there was that City Lights bookshop. Then there's Specs, which is like this straight-up like bar fly fly uh, bar, but fun. I had some good nights at Specs. Uh, because I lived and worked down the street at the Green Tort for over a year. But when I first got there, I was staying on, uh, over there. What's that neighborhood? Not Knob Hill, but the other, the one that's just the Italian restaurants. Uh, North Beach. Yeah, so I was in North Beach, so I would go down there. And then the punchline, the comedy club where I started in San Francisco was right below that in the business district in this weird, like, elevated, like, mall place. Such a cool town. Shout out to all my good friends in uh, San Francisco. But everybody says it's changed with everything. But things always change and maybe come around. That's the one thing about chaos um, and all the mix and rolls. And you just never know how it's all going to spill out. You know, good stuff becomes bad stuff. Bad, bad stuff becomes good stuff. So I'm just trying not to judge and try to live in the moment as much as possible. Especially at the gig I'm at. That's kind of what I've been running through my head. It's kind of like this old guy meets young guy thing going on in my head. You know, it's kind of like... You, I still want to rock and roll and smoke spliffs and draw. Um, but there's also limits, you know. I think yesterday, like, I just, I just pounded this coffee, yo. <laughs> like, almost too fast, and I smoked a little too much. This weed is really actually kind of mellow. That's what I liked about it. I think the other stuff that I had was, like, too much. I'm telling you, I really think outdoor. The only thing, this didn't have high CBD. So I'm looking for, uh, th there's this thing called one and one. That's what I like. It's one part CBD, one part THC. So if you ever get like a vape pen, like a good vape pen, I mean, I don't recommend vape pens because 
people started putting vitamin E in it and whatever. But I, I, I did get one in California that was one and one, I remember. Because that way you, you can make sure it just like helps your joints and your overall, you know, being. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of Donovan, drinking a lot of coffee. This is a mixture of beans. I got this bag of coffee up in the Berkshires, but then I also got this bag of coffee from that Atlas, that monthly coffee company. I got that, and they were from Brazil, and Brazil always has really good beans. The most popular ones, the beans I always hear about is Brazil and... Um, Brazil and, um, what's it? Oh, Honduras and Mexico. Those are like the super coffee beans I always hear about. Um, but this is just a, a mixture of like the best of the best. And then I've been doing my French press. I've been pressing it down and then letting it sit. Well, letting it sit steep before pressing it down. That's, that's the move. Letting it sit. Um, that's a lot of, uh, of the process. I think we do, like, being mindful, trying to uh, do one thing at a time. I think with this, this uh, podcast, I try to do so much. And, like, like, I didn't meditate or stretch today. But, you know, it's like booking a guest, um, talking, to, talking to sponsors, um, setting up the coffee, setting up the microphone, setting up the camera, setting up, you know, that's why I'm trying to simplify in which each episode try to like, okay, does the beats work with this? Uh, how does this look? How does this play out? Did it lag a little too long? Was it too loud? And that's what I enjoy about it. That's what I enjoy about doing stand-up. And it's definitely, I just want to say thank you for listening because it's definitely helped me uh, with performing and doing stand-up and talking out ideas naturally is uh, the ticket. And that's what I get to do on this, uh, on the Cannabis Coffee Hour. Uh, the Littlefield Show, yeah, it was just like, because I haven't been going out because of the corona thing. Um, so I've been, you know, I've been taking big, huge gaps between stand-up sets, but you're also talking to a dude that's been doing it over 20 years, and I did it really hard in the trenches for a lot of those years in New York City, where a lot of people, you know, just went by the wayside. Um, because it is just like a grind after a while. But then things start to work out. I don't know. A lot of it just takes time and relationships. And I've been lucky enough to stay alive this long. So I'm trying to stay alive. I'm trying to stay alive even longer. I've been taking, uh, I've been hearing about, what's that? What's that? Um, 
not turmeric, but COC10, I've been taking that. And then there's this other oil. I don't know, I, talk, I think I talked about it in the last one. My mind slips me a little bit. That cannabis is great, though. <laughs> See, I do have this one book. I'm just eyeing up. I got this huge... Look at this box of Sharpies. This is literally 115 Sharpies. It's called the Ultimate Collection. Mark with the boldest... I got 40 fine Sharpies, 42 ultra fines. I got five neons. I got eight metallic. I got 12 twin tips and eight chisel tips. Dude, this metallic, I didn't even know I had that. There they all are. Look at that. Booyah. Yeah, so I've been drawing cats <laughs> like this guy. He's just a guy. Yo, I'm going to make that an NFT. <laughs> all art can be an NFT. I don't know about all this NFT, and I don't know about all this Bitcoin, man. Um, every, it seems like every other account on um, on Instagram is uh, Bitcoin. Um, like somebody's just like selling Bitcoin, which I'm like, I don't know about that, man. Uh, removing things, it's simplifying. I don't know. It's, it seems like it's getting more complex. But life is very simple. That's the thing when you just sit there and meditate. You're like, oh, it's just following the breath. Following Each breath is sacred, so you try to follow each one. And by sitting there and doing that and being quiet, you build up your instincts. Because you're you kind of learn, not even listening, you feel, you're trying to feel and be present. Listening to the birds, having a coffee, having a spliff with you guys. This is awesome. Um, I'll make some good beats for this. Uh, I've been, I'm eyeing up this beat machine, but it hasn't come in. This beat machine is so good. I've had it on like layaway hold, but they haven't come in, so they can't ship it to me. I have it on like alert when they come in because you can't get them anywhere. I've been eyeing this one beat machine and once I get that, well, I can't say that. I could still, I try to make it the best I can now, but with that thing, I think, and then trying to incorporate live shows like Rob Cantrell and Super Friends at Littlefield. Man, that was so packed out and so much fun. Um, I didn't sell it out, but I sold a lot of great tickets. Uh, it was well, well intended. And that's a major like music venue. So that felt good because I literally walked there. So I want to do more shows like that. More, hold on for more uh, Rob Cantrell and Super Friends. And I got some live stream thing going on for 420. Hang on, uh, I'll tell you more about that soon. But there will be that. And then I'm going out to Denver. I haven't been out to Denver in a while. But I'm going out there and doing this place called the Comedy Lounge. And that's the weekend after, um, that's the weekend after 420. And then I'm doing Boulder. And Boulder has this like big comedy show. It's in this brewery. If you live in Boulder, I think you probably know the comedy show. It's on Sundays. Um, I'm doing that the weekend after 420, if you want to remember that or write it down on your 
um, pair of jeans that you're sitting on. Finishing the last bit of that coffee. Well, I got a little bit of the uh, French press, but that's like the espresso stuff. Like I said, I got to watch it. Like the other day, I just was like, I don't know. I could just tell like I drank just a little. It was too much. And you know what leveled it out? A bunch of water. That's what I'm learning. Like if <laughs> whenever something goes wrong, man, just start drinking a bunch of water. Um, if you have water, you're good. Food? Yeah, I'm still debating food. I do want to do some fast. This is the thing. Before my gig, like I didn't eat dinner. I ate like a big salmon lox bagel, like a super fresh Brooklyn, like old school bagel place making like their money. But that's all I spent that day was I bought one big lox and bagel and I ate that around like three. Then I went to the show and they had tons of waters. So I just drank water. But I have to say, like, not having a meal on me, like, and because I was super, in, it was my show, I was per performing and producing, and ho I was opening the show. So my senses, and I didn't smoke that day, so my, like, my senses, everything was, like, keyed up. And then I didn't have anything in my gut. So my decisions, like, I felt really confident in the moment, and my decisions, and just how the night flowed. My decisions on stage, that's what I have to say. Like my decisions on stage were on point because um, I was like, I, I think a lot of it, cause you gotta use your brain in the moment. And uh, when you got food in your gut, your blood and all that stuff's working on the food in your gut. But if you don't have any food being processed in your gut at the time, your brain is like on super. So if you're in something that requires you to get in the super moment it kicks in that's just something i picked up that i noticed that i didn't notice before because i was doing it so much and that it was just always you know whether i was eating or smoking or whatever um I thought about like 10 jokes right there but I, they all came at once so i couldn't get them out so I gotta just set it out on this podcast. But a lot of it, when you you know, give me give me some credit here. You know, doing a solo one isn't the easiest thing, but it's also um, gets me you know talking and uh, having fun um, with you cats. Uh, I got some grapes in the refrigerator, some green grapes. I haven't broken. You know, when you get that fresh bag of fresh grapes and they're there and you haven't eaten but you're kind of hungry and you're kind of thirsty and you need some vitamin C, bam, grapes, green, green grapes, grapes. See, there's a song right there, green grapes. Um, break them open. Yeah, hopefully, I really feel that April, I don't want to make any predictions because, you know, everybody's 50-50. Uh, on our most shit, you know, so it's like, but I do think April, in terms of Corona, um, is going to be dipping down, but I don't know, I don't want to make any predictions, I still rock my mask when I feel people are sketchy, <laughs> which is sad, but no, it just like, in tunnels, 
I've been riding the subway. I always put it on my subway. Um, some streets where it's just like mad people and everybody doesn't have a mask or like going into a store or something, I'll put my mask on. Or, you know, yeah, just like walkways in New York, like they get jammed up with people. Just, you know, it's just a lot of people in New York. In the city, it's just a lot of people. It's just a different game. And, you know, that's why I've been so surprised by some people. But in New York, it was not a joke. But then you get out around the other countries, you know, it's just like everything's kind of spread out. So I don't know. Um, I do know that the sun is out and the birds are chirping and it's starting to get warmer. But I, I feel blessed that I got to go skiing. That was such a fun fucking thing. And I got some french fries afterwards. But ski I went skiing and not snowboarding. And I've been snowboarding a lot before that. But this was skiing. I went back to skiing. And uh, those boots, man. I'm just not into walking around those big ass ski boots, man. It's just too Voltron. I need... Dude, the... Dude, the uh, like, the uh, snowboard boots are, like, the most comfortable things in the world. The only thing is going up the chairlift, you know. That's the big uh, thing is, like, going up the chairlift is just, like, a pain in the neck. In, uh, in, a, in a snowboard, you know, you always got that big leg hanging off. And I hope my knees can hang on there. But I have been stretching out. I uh, have been uh, putting a lot of, like, chapstick on, so I think I'll be all right. <laughs> That's what you do in the winter, just rock some fucking chapstick. All we are is just drying out. That's why water is important. That's why chapstick's important. That's why lotion's important. Uh, we're just drying grapes. We're just green grapes out there, drying out in the sun. Stay juicy, everybody. I'll leave it with that. Uh, I've had a great time. I love you. Peace. Uh, one love. Uh, I got some dates coming up. Check me out at robcantrell.com. Like and subscribe to the Cannabis Coffee Hour. Smoke safely. Well, I don't tell you what to do. Do what you got to do. I love you. Peace.